Big news, man. This 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 was big. A lot of people sent this to me as well. Brazil banning sales of iPhones without USB power adapters. They had enough. That's it. They there were threats. There were fines, and then I guess in court and and whatever uh, government that makes these decisions, whatever agencies, they just decided, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. Brazil says it's banning the sale of iPhones, which do not include a power adapter. A statement on Tuesday, Brazil's Ministry of Justice and Public Security said it had fined Apple 12.1275 million rias, the currency, which is 2 million British pounds because we're on BBC.com. But anyway, it's like, I guess that's like 3 million bucks. Brazilian consumer agency Senecon said Apple's decision not to include power adapters with the new iPhone discriminates against consumers by selling an incomplete product. It's interesting Apple get, uh, getting targeted. Well, no, it's not. As a market leader, uh, things tend to start there. But they're, of course, not the only ones shipping phones without power adapters, unless the other manufacturers haven't transitioned in Brazil, as they have elsewhere, mm-hmm. such as here, Sam, Samsung, and pretty much everyone. Well, not everyone. Actually, that, I, I shouldn't say that because I still get a number of smartphones here, particularly international variants that do have power adapters in there. Uh, Apple will appeal against the ban. The company told Reuters in a statement it would work with Brazilian authorities to resolve their concerns, but added it has previously won several court rulings in Brazil on the issue. We are confident that our our customers are aware of the various options for charging and connecting their devices. The fine and ban on sales of iPhones without USB power adapters was announced a day before Apple showcased the iPhone 14, which also, of course, will not have a power adapter in the box. Uh, But this has been going on for a while. Uh, they stopped including adapters in the iPhone 12, which was 2020. That's not that long ago. Hmm. A couple years. Sometimes it's not what we make, but what we don't make that counts. This is the environmental component to not including the adapters. I'm sure it's the case that will be made that there's too many adapters al- already out there when the appeal goes through. Uh, I don't know. Brazil's been on it for long enough now that they seem pretty committed to punishing apple in one way or another i don't know two million bucks or three million bucks to apple probably not a huge deal they'll appeal because if it actually is executed there in that manner an actual sales ban i guess it could potentially influence other markets that sit there and say "Hmm, we can uh we can put a little pressure on apple here Mm mm-hmm but, and other companies. And other companies. And, you know, it is something worth mentioning. This idea that sometimes it's hard to imagine things through the lens of other individuals in other, living in other countries with other circumstances. And often we'll look at something, which most people do through their own lens exclusively. And you get a product come through or you have something that develops like the charger leaving the box and the headphone jack uh, getting eliminated or even the latest discussion around eSIMs. And you sit there and say, well, here's this workaround and it really shouldn't be a huge problem for me or get Bluetooth headphones or uh, who cares? You already have 20 chargers. And it's, it's always from your own perspective, but it's not impossible to imagine a customer somewhere else that isn't in that same circumstance and, and and actually might be might have a case as to why it would make more sense for them to include it and by the way i know you're sitting there thinking but the person's in the market for a brand new iphone so they got plenty of money so who cares but if there was a big enough component 
if there a, a big enough number of individuals who were buying these new phones and didn't have those power bricks and end up buying the power brick after the fact, then you can make the reverse environmental case, mm. which is now you have to ship twice as many products in twice as many boxes. The thing only works if it's absolutely true that most people have these power bricks and aren't going to be upgrading them. But then my case against that is that these things continue to charge at faster rates and that the customer is really going to want to charge at the fastest rate. And so they're still going to buy another power brick, a new power brick, mm. et cetera. So it's a complicated topic, but obviously Brazil's situation is different than it is elsewhere in the world. And there might be, there might actually be fewer other chargers laying around compared to other places. That's mm -hmm. just speculation. We'll see what happens if it gets upheld or appealed or whatever else. Apple's a powerful man. You, Apple, Apple's uh, 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 worth more than many nations. Yeah, they don't mess around. So when they start to say, "We're sure you're going to discover that we are right and you are wrong," like you're like, Whoa, what, do they, "What do they know? What are they about to do?" Mm. They got all those lawyers, man. They got them all. Yeah, any lawyer you need, they got them. I don't have to go into it. Yeah, more lawyers than developers. I don't even need to go into it. Yeah. Elon Musk says Starlink is in talks with Apple to hook up its internet service with iPhones. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. Have you verified this headline? <laughs> I thought they didn't really get along all that much, Tim and Elon. But maybe they do. Then maybe the Texas component to it. For huh. the sake of money. <laughs> oh, is that what it is, Will? Yeah, is that all it takes? Uh, well, they did talk a lot about satellites, more than I've seen in previous Apple events. It was all about the SOS feature. Mm -hmm. Remember, everyone was getting lost and dying and getting in car accidents the whole... Yeah. And having heart attacks at the, at the very beginning. Yeah, it was just like... It's like an Energizer commercial. Okay. <laughs> Duracell. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> all they're doing is saving lives now. I'm like, yeah. wait, am I... Like, no one was playing games on their phones. Everybody was dying. It was very serious. A variety of uh, causes. <laughs> Maybe that's where we're at now. 2022. Elon Musk said Starlink has been having promising conversations with Apple. Apple announced its next iPhone will be able to make emergency calls using satellite service. Apple did not confirm if it's been in talks with Starlink. See, they won't admit it. They won't say it. Musk tweeted Thursday saying, we've had some promising conversations with Apple about Starlink connectivity. iPhone team is obviously super smart. A little compliment in there. Mm. For the iPhone team, uh, he also said closing link from space to phone will work best if phone software and hardware adapt to space-based signals versus Starlink purely emulating cell tower. Hmm. He's already got plenty of ideas here on how to implement. Uh, something else that was interesting to me was this little tidbit that Apple put out that they'd be providing the SOS satellite service on the new phones for two years. But then they didn't really say what would happen after that. And I presume you would have some sort of subscription service or it would be included in some other service. Not really sure what that's going to be, but Mo was looking into it and he said there are similar services. It could be like 15 bucks a month. So it's worth noting. It's not going to be free forever. So some, somebody's going to have to make a business out of it. And uh, I guess Elon's saying, hey, I can help out. And no problem there. There's probably a lot of iPhones out there. You need any help with that SOS, I'm right here for you. I've been launching satellites for a little bit now. Yeah. Help you out with that. Alleged Google Pixel 7 Pro appears in an unboxing video ahead of the launch. Is that a retail version of the device? Yes. 
Oh, lovely. Look in the background. You got the, what is that? Uh, Louis Vuitton stylings of the case pattern. And you see the reflection of the guy. <clears throat> Stop doxing, Will. <laughs> the bearded guy. The device shows the faint Google logo on its rear. So it's not the developer model that I had seen on the desk back there because I also handled this device, which, by the way, feels pretty, pretty nice. I mean, obviously not a retail version that I had. No, no. There's no more content. No content They took it out. No, no, no. Mark took it down. He's like, you're not in the metaverse. You can't see it. It's a metaverse exclusive. Oh, you better put your talk to him about that. You better put your mouth, your mouth cover on. Metaverse exclusive. Your VR headset. It's going to be a helmet eventually. It's going to have to be an entire helmet. Will Mm. or will it? Or will it just be some kind? Will it eventually just be some kind of hallucination, some sort of persistent hallucination without a need for any external technological components? Some sort of in, huh? some sort of induced uh, vision like, that you uh, would be on. What was it Demolition Man? Is that what happens? You know, I don't Sandra remember. Bullock. Yeah, but they had a headset, didn't they? They did, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Was yeah. Using light and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying way in the future. I'm talking nanobots. We'll just figure out Neuralink. A I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Neur- okay. Neuralink. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Neuralink. There you go. See, I'm trying to get rid of all the equipment. That's what it'll be. Your eyes will just glaze over, uh, Black Mirror style. Mm-hmm. They just glaze over. The next program runs, and you don't need a ton of external hardware. What? Let's talk about the Pixel, if okay. you don't mind. Okay. Well, uh, I think it's going to be a lovely one. I can't wait to test the camera out. The version that I was playing with, developer version, had no software on. I couldn't really goof with it. Obviously, we're going to see the real thing. What is it? Mid October. In the meantime, which is pretty typical for Google at this point, you're having the full unboxing, you're having the full uh, leak prior to it actually coming out. This is not surprising to me. It's happened in the past. It continues to happen. And Google doesn't seem to mind it all that much. And I don't mind that Google doesn't mind. It makes it the whole thing feel so much more casual. Sure, yeah. And I can prepare. And I don't know. Some people go so far to... to Wow, you might be able to figure out where this person works with all those flags down there. It's an interesting framing yeah. choice. Anyway, you have all you have this announcement with these new iPhones, and people are saying they're thinking, maybe I'm going to get a new phone this year. Mm. And then you have these leaks coming out, and they go, oh, yeah, Pixel. Oh, wow, he's really advertising yeah. this guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe we should get in touch with this guy. Get him to send it over here. Yeah. We'll uh, We'll send it right back. We'll just... Sure. Move yeah. around a little bit, take a peek, take a few photos or something. Google might not like that. I don't know. Maybe, but that's like I said, I don't know. If, I don't know at this point. Yeah. I don't know at this point. Their strategy has been to lean into the leaks. Mm-hmm. They would have the presentation, they like come out and just immediately admit it. <laughs> we know you guys have seen everything. We're all pals. Yeah. We're not too worried about that. We just want you to love our products. It's, it's uh, much different than uh, other companies. I mean, Much it looks different. cool. The it's device. the visor again. Yeah. And uh, a different camera design. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the pill and the hole punch over there. Kind of the back of the Pixel 7 Pro looks like the dynamic island on the front of the iPhone. Oh, yeah. 
where you have the little bar and then you have the secondary dot on the side of it. Yeah. Everybody's into the pills and dots these days. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We'll have the real thing soon. Don't worry. Mid-October. And then we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Sure. Snap a couple photos, a couple portrait modes, a couple stock Androids, a couple of uh, live transcribing and translation. Exciting. It's the best part of it, honestly. Uh, oh, by the way, side note, Google, the I didn't even realize the Taycan had an update hmm. for uh, Android Auto. It didn't even have Android Auto. Oh. And they changed the interface. They put all types of colors on it now to make it easier to navigate. And that's going to save another... That's going to be another improvement because in in my car, my favorite thing in any car is just hitting the assistant and just going... I'm not going to say it because I'm going to trigger everybody, but just saying, hey, you know who? And then just navigating that way so I can keep my eyes on the road. I'm not goofing around with anything. Cool. That's exciting. And there's no substitute for assistant when it comes to that when you're driving. And I told you this in the past. Well, sometimes you just run a little bit of trivia with the kids. Sometimes you are just asking questions. Everybody's got questions. Uh-huh. And Google's there helping you out. Right on. So I'm into it, and that's going to be a nice upgrade, speaking of Google. Today we're sponsored by Backbone and the new Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition. Listen to this. Mechanical spring-loaded. Uh, this thing is super cool i shot a video on this i haven't published it yet they did the playstation edition now which just fits right in with your playstation 5 and you throw in your phone uh this is an iphone uh, 13 we just got new iphones you could probably slap those in too this is an iphone 13 you throw it in here and all of a sudden by the way it's easy to do let me just showcase how the spring-loaded aspect works you just slot look come on how fast that was uh plus they have this customized backbone app which takes all your games and throws it in one place and i'm talking all your games i'm not talking just mobile games sure you can play mobile games everybody talking about mobile games will you do genshin impact this and that but you can also go in and you take your playstation games and you're streaming them to your phone in a more comfortable location and you have an input that's more comfortable than a phone Oh, I don't know. Maybe you want to play Stadia or some other game streaming service. It's all on there. You have a a much more ergonomic kind of setup. Like for me, my hands get cramped up on the little one, just like on the phone. And so we're able to free up some screen real estate also by by moving uh, on display buttons to the actual external button locations. Now, because this is PlayStation uh, collab, we have triangle, circle, X, and square making it even better for those PlayStation titles that you're going to play via PS Remote Play. Uh, you can buy this thing sh- right now. You can shop right now for it. I know we did a clip on this in the past. It even has the uh, PlayStation branding in the back. So we have pass-through power. Believe it or not, this thing doesn't need power because it's using the lightning port. Uh, but you can pass through power to keep the phone charged. And then on the other side, we're getting an analog audio out for your headphones, which is key. Once again, no lag uh, on the performance. And without an adapter, you don't have that on the device to begin with on the latest generation iPhone. So Backbone 1 PlayStation Edition now available. One of the best ways to mobile game. The officially licensed controller for PlayStation was brought to life 
in collaboration with the PlayStation design team. Simply plug in your iPhone to the backbone and enjoy console quality controls as you play console games via remote play or cloud streaming services and app store games. Go to playbackbone.com slash lulater now to order your backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, but you will also receive $10 in in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash lulater. That's playbackbone.com slash lulater. We're also sponsored by Honey, searching the internet for the best coupons. Stop wasting your time talking to you will i'm sick of it and i said hey man you ever heard of honey can do it for you i'm just kidding will actually uses honey he knows about it uh i'm just joking around with him he's saving money uh all over the place all of his uh, activities that he does whether it's just the fashion that he's buying or it could even be the snowboarding equipment. Mm -hmm. He just goes to the website, shops as he normally would. It's across 30,000 sites. Probably heard of some of these places. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Finish Line, J. Crew, Forever 21, which is Will's favorite uh, place to shop. If it's not Brixton, it's Forever 21. It's kind of an interesting style that he's got for himself. Uh, This is automatically applied. You don't even need to think about it. You heard about Honey. It's time to give Honey a try. Go and install it now. It's free. Thank you to Honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. You already know I saved over $50 in Brixton hats using Honey. Honey doesn't just work on your desktop. It also works on your iPhone. Just activate it on Safari, on your phone, and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a favor and supporting this show. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash lulater. That's joinhoney.com slash lulater. Uh, let's move over to BMW for a second. They confirm confirmed they're going to adopt Tesla's 4680 cell format, pledging billions of dollars for six global battery factories. That's right. They got to go electric big time, just like everybody else. Uh, working together, working together while competing. We know this is a, a, an incredibly prevalent thing in smartphones, whether we're talking about Apple buying displays from Samsung or memory chips or TSMC or whoever you want. You got to play. You got to play nice. Mm hmm. BMW Group has come out and publicly stated that its future success in a competitive EV market relies heavily on powerful, innovative, and sustainably produced battery cells. Oh, yeah. They're going to... Oh, they're going to utilize newly developed 46-millimeter diameter battery cells, the same larger design Tesla sees. We're just talking about a design. We're not talking about working together, to be clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, let's, let's just backtrack a little bit. The way that was phrased indicated to me that there was some sort of relationship. <laughs> But buddy, it's buddy. just a format. Yeah. It is has nothing to do with them being that friendly with one another. Mm. Although I'm sure if the deal was right, maybe they could buy buy direct. One of the more one of the interested parties was EVE or Eve Energy in China, which was reportedly going to be producing the 4680 EV cells for BMW as well. At the time, the German automaker would not comment, but said battery news would be coming. In early September, here we are a week later, BMW has confirmed it will adopt 46-millimeter diameter cells for its next EV platform, but with a twist. Furthermore, we've learned that the automaker is throwing down double-digit billions, double-digit billions, to battery manufacturers to erect gigafactories in Europe, China, and the USMCA free trade zone. 
which includes U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Billions, multi-billions of dollars on something is pretty incredible. So this is going to mean better range for upcoming, uh, more efficiency for upcoming BMW EVs and more competitive upcoming BMW EVs to compete with the likes of Tesla. And it's also good clear. that there's a format now. You know, BMW is not like creating this completely new uh, battery from scratch. At least they're kind of working together. Hopefully automakers can uh, all work together. The newly developed sixth generation of our lithium-ion cells will bring a huge leap in technology that will increase energy density by more than 20%, improving charging speed by up to 30%. And enhance range by up to 30%. We were also reducing. Well, you know what this is about? This is just like the more players you have, the more multi-billion dollar investments, the the more rapid the improvement as far as technology is concerned. And now that everybody's interested, including the German brands, uh, we're going to... And, and you now you have competition, so you have a reason to progress at a rapid pace. You have all the makings of uh, advancement, progress, potentially, mm-hmm. depending on your definition. Rivian and Mercedes-Benz. Now, this is an actual partnership. I thought the last one was. This is a partnership. Rivian and Mercedes-Benz partner up for electric vans. The joint venture will create large EV vans for both automakers. Ah, which Sprinter vans, electric? That's pretty cool. Rivian was already doing some of the Amazon delivery vans, but they weren't really heavily branded outside of the Amazon aspect. We talked in the past about Bezos, uh, his investment in Rivian, right? Mm. Connected to them. Uh, They will build bespoke large commercial electric vans. The company signed a memorandum of understanding. Listen to that. Will, I would like to sign a memorandum of understanding. You're like, oh God, can can we not do that? Sounds terrifying. Yeah. To start a strategic partnership that will invest in a new plant with its target set on using an existing Mercedes-Benz site in Central or Eastern Europe. This marks Rivian's first foothold into the continent. The automaker only has one manufacturing facility in the U.S. There will be two van models, one built on Mercedes van's electric architecture platform and the other on Rivian's second generation electric van platform called Rivian Light Van. Mercedes-Benz has been building commercial vans for more than two decades and has manufacturing experience and resources that combined with Rivian's electric platform expertise could help the young automaker thrive on its limited resources. Yes, strategic partnership. Memorandum of understanding. Mercedes knows how to build vans. They know how to ship them around the world. They know how to do it in Europe. They know how to do it in North America. And Rivian is coming in hot with the electric vehicles. You team up, you're able to, it's a cheat code. You're able to expedite the process. Rivian currently has a contract to build a total of 100,000 electric delivery vans for Amazon. That's already underway. Big upgrades. You got to see a demo of that on a recent episode of this show mm-hmm. uh, from current delivery vans. They were talking about air conditioning and all kinds of stuff in there. Uh, better nav and just a comfortable place to be. Well. They look cool too. Oh, yeah. Somewhat friendly, which is nice. For your delivery van. This one's not really friendly. Oh, boy. Sydney High School uses fingerprint technology to stop vandalism in toilets. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They they shouldn't say toilets. They should say washrooms. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because apparently, like, the whole washroom's being vandalized. Right. Not just toilets. I know. I think this might be an Australian thing. Is it? (laughs) Because when you're on abc.net.au, yeah, I think this there may be a terminology thing going on there. Oh, okay. 
Especially saying since like uh, they toilets pl- pl- mean pluralized like... it. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that, but okay. Like I'm going to the toilets. Sure. And, and I mean, I'm going to the to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, you also have or wa- the washroom. You also have washroom, but washroom is it's well, a little bit more Canadian British thing, or the, they call it the loo actually. The loo, yes. Everybody has a name for these things. Uh, depending on where you are. And I don't know. By the way, I'm speculating. I don't know the answers to these things. Yeah, but anyway, we'll you had vandalism in the whole bathroom, and now they're going to fingerprint every kid yes. that goes in the bathroom? Yes. That's a, quite an escalation there. Students are being asked to scan their fingerprints during class time if they want to access the toilets at a school in southwest Sydney. Moorbank High School implemented a biometric system in June after they say they spent thousands of dollars a year restoring vandalized bathrooms. Year 11 student Daniel Scatella said the familiar sight of smeared feces stopped him from using the toilets, prompting him to wait until he could make it home. What you do? <laughs> Good Lord. Ugh. That's a different type of vandalism. People throw their poo on the ceiling. Okay, well then, yeah, okay. Give me the fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Good Lord. I don't, I, I don't. Can you just put a, I guess you can't put cameras. I don't know. It's a sensitive subject, actually. How do you stop that? Yeah, they. How do you catch that? I mean, the school is not going to put cameras in there. They're not going to put. No, not in there, but not in there. there, But what about in the hallway leading up to it? And then you can see who was in there prior and start your investigation that way. I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough issue. (laughs) On many, in many ways, but you're just not going to be really a lot of school spirit if every time you got that going on on the ceiling and whatnot. Yeah. And um, if students or parents prefer, students can also access the toilets during those times by obtaining an access card from the office. Okay. So you could go register in the office, not do the fingerprint, Mm -hmm. and then they'll know who's using it at what time. And they still got to pinpoint when the issues take place. Yeah. Still going to be a little investigation going on, I guess. And to get an access card every single time. Or not, because they could just say to you, listen, access card person, if anything in there is out of the ordinary, we need you to report it right away. Because then they would know that it would have been the... system? A snitch system. It would be the last fingerprint or the last access card that led to that. just blame them. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I guess that's how it works. Uh, apparently, uh, some students and some parents are complaining about it. Oh, I'm about sure. Yeah. Biometrics. Well, yeah, it's a privacy thing. Did you see the kids in China that were buying their lunch with their face? Did you see that clip? No. Yeah, it's just a facial recognition. They just walk up like this, and then he goes, and then they get the lunch. Yeah. Isn't the same as like Amazon stores where they scan your palm? I think it's the kids. I think it's the kids aspect. It's the kids, right. It's when you're scanning the kids that people get a little bit more sensitive. Because they're like, well, does the kid really know what there's... I mean, not that it matters. We sign all these end-user license agreements. So, like, when's the last time you read one? Well, yeah, they're going to go, we're scanning you. And you're like, that's you. You start to sound like Otis when they start to tell you they're going to scan you again. Yeah. Like, it's for your own good. There's feces all over the place. And you're like, all right. Like, it's for your own good. There's lunch on the other side of that scan. And you're like, I'm hungry. Oh, okay, I'm in. I'm hungry. There's like a lunch over there. Scan me up. Um, yeah. I wonder if this is going to be like a main thing everywhere. Here you go. One kid says, I don't mind it. My fingerprint doesn't feel that important to me, he said. 
it's worth it if it can put a bit of responsibility on the people who are ruining it for the rest of us in school. And I appreciate that. I mean, that. that's a good point, too. What? Like, yeah, just fingerprint and then, you know, someone gets blamed. And then stop fingerprinting after that? Maybe. After the punch. It's probably one person doing this. Interesting. I feel like you could also just get Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. Just get Matthew McConaughey. He'll figure it out. You don't need to fingerprint anyone. Yeah, he's just hiding in a stall. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Uh, An AI-generated artwork won first place at a state fair for fine arts fine arts competition uh and artists are pissed yeah who do you give the award to what do you think it looks this is, like this is such a controversial uh thing the ai generated art in the artist community well you're an artist why don't you tell me um yeah i think uh a lot of artists think it's good for inspiration mm-hmm. um but i look at dolly um ai generated stuff and it looks really good yes i, I don't know uh, i think um yes there's some real big problems with like graphic designers artists out there their jobs could be taken there's a real concern there <laughs> you just escalated the situation yeah big time here now dolly's coming for the for the jobs yeah i don't um, know it's a tough spot i mean philosophically though does it matter to you if a piece of art is generated via AI versus a human. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Definitely. Okay. You're bothered. You're bugged. Uh huh. Okay. okay. I would want to know the art is created by a soul. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That there's, a, it's not like algorithms or. or but some people are embracing, binary. some people are loving, loving the AI. Look at the NFT what culture I mean. and everything. People are saying, yeah, AIs can create art. Yeah. I guess it's considered art. But not for you. I guess it can inspire like an artist to make more art in some ways. Not for you. Yeah, not for me. What about you? you? Seems inevitable. I don't know. It's so powerful, isn't it? AI? It is. It's so powerful that you like who can really put up a fight? Uh, It's, it's, it's incredibly capable and intelligent it's like the difference between ai and machine learning and so forth figuring out what video you want to watch next via recommendations versus a human curator trying to do the same thing Mm -hmm. across the board for everybody all the time you know like you could fine-tune this thing to such an extent eventually that there's no human capable of really replicating what it does but i'm I'm kind of with you as well, where I'm like, man, there's a little touch with it. You know, like, say, for example, you go to a restaurant and a chef, they're an artist. Uh-huh. And there's something about the experience that you know that they care about it and that they put effort into it that enhances it because there they are. Uh-huh. And your patronage is in a way encouraging them to keep working on their passion. Yeah. And if it's AI, that's a harder relationship for us. It's harder for us to know exactly what we're contributing to and with and and like what the what is our role in the in that future uh-huh. it seems minimized and not non-existent because it, ultimately we control that but minimized yeah I agree so anyway it's yeah it's obviously sensitive so this one won let me see 
Artists are pissed. Wow, that's that looks pretty amazing. Good. <laughs> that's really good, dude. Holy, I that love looks, it. That looks futuristic, dude. I'll put that up. Like I'll put that up right now, man. Okay, I take back everything I said. AI art is the only way. <laughs> it's the future. There's no other art. First place. I, I guess maybe people are pissed because it was presented not as AI art. A man came in first at Colorado State Fair Fine Art Competition using an AI-generated artwork on Monday. I won first place. A user going by Sincarnate said uh, in a Discord post above, photo of AI-generated canvases hanging at the fair. Uh, someone entered an art competition with an AI-generated piece and won first prize, and then people are mad about it. I get it. I guess I get it, Will. It's like, what are the rules of the competition? What are the rules? Right? It's like an athletic competition. It's like, okay, what equipment are you allowed to use? Yeah. There's rules, right? Like, you can't, in Major League Baseball, you have to use a wooden bat. Uh-huh. And they all agree on those terms. In hockey, you don't have that rule. You can use a composite stick. But uh-huh. as long as you know the rules going into it, then you have a fair fight. You have a fair match. And what if it was AI generated and then someone actually, like, touched it up? Right? Is that considered human art? You need to, you need to know the rules beforehand. No, yeah. Nothing against the image. You need to know the rules beforehand. Look what it says here, though. Someone says we're watching the death of artistry unfold right before our eyes. If creative job, jobs aren't safe for machines, then even high skilled jobs are in danger of becoming obsolete. What will we have then? Yes, yeah, across the board, man. Of course. Yeah. Of course, everything's in jeopardy. The future is impossible to predict other than the fact that this this thing keeps getting smarter absolutely and better and more effective and in many cases doing a better job than humans seem to be capable of doing Mm -hmm. depending on the application uh is that going to change or is it inevitable i don't know go ask elon i don't know Oh, thank you very much for joining today. I appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. Uh, And uh, good luck maintaining your employment in the creative fields. (laughs) (laughs) Including us, man. I just... Wait till you see who they put here, man. Yeah. It's better than this. The meat sack. Better than this. Wait till you see what they put here. It's going to look like that artwork right there. It's going to be... I'm going to look like... uh, What's the princess in Star Wars, Natalie Portman, when she has the red dot right there? What's the name? Princess Naboo? No, Naboo's the country, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's me. Oh, okay. In the, in the AI why, future. Why are you Natalie Portman? I'm Natalie Portman because I'm saying AI is going to come up with the optimal person to deliver this. and It's going to be like a soft uh, voice and... Uh, you're not going to be able to get mad at it because it's just so not offensive. Yeah, Yeah. it's going to be Princess Amidala sitting here in front of you. That's what AI is going to decide that you need. You understand? With your voice? No, not with my voice. With a way better, way better in every way. You see? Okay. Don't worry. I'm obsolete too. All right. So are you, Will. (laughs) All right. Later, 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 later. Oh, babe.